love the sound of this cabaret. I made the recording at a tiny mezcal bar in Antigua, Guatemala last summer, where I was training a group of teachers how to make documentaries. We'd work and learn all day, conducting interviews with indigenous Maya and cooperative farmers. At night, we got to relax and be adults. That's what I call real PD. It was amazing how the experience of the place mixed seamlessly with the teaching and learning that we were there to do. We toured a coffee cooperative, watched a demonstration of indigenous weavers, and heard from survivors of the country's civil war in the 1980s. Along the way, we learned about interview techniques and where to place the camera to record the best footage. And what was really cool about the whole thing is that the learning never really turned off, not even while we ate dinner or sipped mezcal at that cabaret. Conversations about how to make videos and the ethical challenges we faced came up during our so-called downtime, not while we sat in desks or listened to a lecture. The learning was real and it had serious impact, like the interview we conducted with a teenager whose parents couldn't afford to send her to school. The fun and excitement of the trip was indistinguishable from the learning. And it got me thinking about why school is so boring and what my responsibility is to help my students be energized by learning and something they look forward to rather than dread. This trip to Guatemala was very different from how my career started though. And all the takeaways from this and other learning experiences I've had almost didn't happen. This is Change the Narrative, the podcast about innovation in education and the workplace. I'm your host and tour guide, Michael Hernandez. About 10 years into my teaching career, I had managed to build an award-winning arts and journalism program that I absolutely loved. My students had won awards and attended the top film and journalism schools around the country. But when the school district came up short on funds, my elective class was on the chopping block, and they told me my services wouldn't be needed the following school year. I was devastated. I felt disrespected and unvalued by a community that I had dedicated everything to for the past decade. I eventually got reinstated, but when the same thing happened two years later, I realized something needed to change. I realize this might be falling on deaf ears for everyone who works in private industry. I mean, you're all too aware of the pitfalls of at-will jobs. But I made a pact with society when I became a teacher. I exchanged high salaries based on merit, one-hour lunches, bonuses, and other job perks like, you know, being able to go to the bathroom whenever I want. All for the security of a career educating our young people and future leaders. When that agreement was broken, it nearly broke me too. It wasn't a matter of if I would get laid off again, but when. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, most Americans have between 11 and 15 jobs in their lifetime. And these days, teachers are no exception. I figured I had two choices. Either I could live my life cowering in a cloud of anxiety, always waiting for the other shoe to drop, or I could take things into my own hands. So instead of withdrawing into mediocrity, I went the opposite direction. I chose to do things that made me feel fulfilled personally and professionally. I took more risks, met new people, and created new projects for me and my students that challenged the status quo. I was going to make myself marketable, so I adopted an entrepreneurial mindset. Instead of holding on to my precious curriculum like they were secret plans for the Death Star, I published my work online, started presenting at conferences, 
and actively participated in professional social media channels. Ironically, I figured that no one could take from me what I published publicly and put my name on. I didn't treat my intellectual property like a commodity so much as a calling card for my skills and experiences and strengths. I don't know scientifically if any of this has paid off. I don't even know for sure if I've made the best business decisions with this new mindset. But I do know that I've met a lot of talented colleagues around the world this way, people who inspire and support me. I've had the chance to travel to amazing places. My enthusiasm for teaching is a lot higher, and my students benefit directly from that. But most importantly, I'm a lot happier. This podcast series is my way of sharing ideas that I find inspiring and that hopefully you do too. Together, we'll rewrite our narratives. I may not have all the answers, but together we'll explore ideas and hear from innovators who are making it work. In season one of Change the Narrative, we'll talk about the importance of taking care of your creative self, where to find inspiration, the benefits of procrastination, and everyone's favorite topic, how to deal with haters. How will you change the narrative in your workspace? How will you adopt an innovative mindset to make your personal and professional life more productive, or at the very least, more fun? The good news is that if something doesn't work out the way you planned, you can always rewrite it until it does. What have you got to lose?